Okay guys, welcome back to the Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Bailey, and today we have a Dinos, or Jesse. Say what's up. Hey! <laughs> so thank you for being here. Um, I was actually quite quite happy that you, you ended up accepting my invitation because I've <laughs> followed you for a long time, ever since... Ever since I used to do graphic design, actually, which is a long time ago. Oh, my God. So, first question I ask everybody on this podcast. What makes you a creative? Um, What makes me a creative? I would say, like, I'm bringing, like, people's ideas, like, getting people's ideas and then creating, sorry, creating something from it. Um, So, like, when they can't, like like think of an idea i want to give them a chance to like bring it to me and then i like release the like creative side and the imagination and stuff like that right yeah because obviously i forgot to mention you are a graphic designer sorry that was my bad (laughs) yeah no it's all right so yeah um so yeah so you like bringing people's ideas and bring them to life as such that's probably the best way to put it i guess (laughs) that's good um yeah my next question because I think this will be a good, it, interesting, because everyone has their own experiences and they're very interesting to find out. So what do you think your worst ever experience as a graphic designer was? So this could be client, this could be anything. You don't have to mention names, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, like, majority of, like, when I was, like, started in 2016, obviously, like, I was there for, like, two, three years and then... Obviously, I stopped. That was just like mental health, really. Like, I was getting like, I don't know, because I did work for like Ninja and stuff like that. And then I moved on to like bigger people like Phase Agony and I also worked with Butters. It's, I would say, like, majority of like, not I had an issue with a client that's probably set it all off, really. And then that's why I majority quit. Um, just had an issue with them. It was very polite. And then all of a sudden, they had a big following which didn't like thingy with my following so like basically like, I blew up in the wrong way after like blowing up in a good way so I tried to like take a break off social media obviously took my Twitter down and then came back this year so and I'm happy <laughs> alright okay yeah actually god that yeah when you mentioned about <laughs> a few of your clients that you've had that actually reminds me I think I I think I found the, the way I found your Twitter account. Now I think of it, was actually by Phase Agonies because God, that would have been about five years ago now. Because I yeah. that was back when I was AI started graphic designing, but I was in the Call of Duty trick shop um, scene. That's what I used to do, and then I actually <laughs> saw your work. Were they were they a moat? Was it? I can't remember. Was it a moat? I think like what happened with me is I started out designing first. And then I started because I could draw. I did um I did courses in college, which obviously like I had a hard time in college with my teachers and stuff like that. But um I did like a level three diploma in art and design, so I did like illustration in that, and I wanted to incorporate it in my um, designs. So I started to do that, and that's why I got like I was one of the people in the community at the time that was like involved in like illustrations into graphics work. And then that's what like kind of blew me up because it was like no one's really seen it and there was only a few people doing it at the time. And then obviously like, I blew up from that and then just started really doing like illustrations and still do graphics work. Yeah, I think that is a good point actually. And especially 
especially back then, five, four years years ago, especially in the scene where Agony was in, because obviously he's a Call of Duty sniper, YouTube content creator, and in yeah. that Call of Duty scene, there's a very distinct style of graphic designs that I've noticed, because that is what I used to do, and I admit it wasn't... They're not that creative. They're very stock-based. <laughs> I've noticed that you get loads of graphics packs, you just chuck a yeah. bunch of shit in, and pretty much that, that that's what the designs were and yeah <laughs> definitely illustration changes that up because you need to be able to draw to do that and actually that is actually one of the main reasons i quit graphic designing um because i was going to take graphic design in college um mm-hmm. and they sent, sent me this um task to do because i wanted to see what i can do and it was a very simple task it was something like draw like 10 moments of your life or 10 moments of your life that you enjoyed I can't draw a stick man, let alone that. <laughs> and I, they actually straight up refused me out of graphic designing because of that. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was like, well, I still want to be, I still want a creative subject. And yeah. chose photography. And ever since then, I've given up graphic designing. And I'm, you know, now a photographer and filmmaker. So that definitely, um, I would say worked out better because i think my graphic designs were okay but they weren't nothing to your level um they were very amateurish um but yeah and next question same question really but do you have maybe your favorite moment of graphic design or something that you're really proud of um yeah so basically like as i said i went to college and uh obviously had a really bad time though I didn't like I literally because of my mental health I didn't really go and I couldn't really like do my work it was like really draining for me what happened was I literally quit college I walked out and then I got a level three um distinction from that so I brought that with me and then my favorite moment literally was when I got that like diploma and then I decided to like fully start drawing like completely outside like drawing for i did a ninja artwork and that what really blew me up that's what like was my favorite piece really oh my god i remember uh, that oh my god yeah. how was that wow yeah that's nostalgia right there <laughs> yeah literally that was like my favorite piece i did not i woke up this is literally like the funniest thing um it was like the day before my i think it was like my 16th birthday i swear to god um i posted it before my 16th birthday thinking it wouldn't like it wouldn't even get big at all so i closed my phone because obviously i was going to bed and then i woke up in the morning and i was like what the heck my phone was just bombarded and i mean like the, <laughs> like my phone i couldn't even get onto my phone and then I went to school that day and, like, obviously, because i never gone to school, dude's, like, obviously, I, I never really couldn't go to school because of my yeah. anxiety and stuff. Um, I walked into school and everyone was everyone was coming up to me going, wait, are you that person who did that work for Ninja? <laughs> and I was, like, because, like, no one knew me. No one really, like, talked to me because I like to keep myself to myself. I wasn't in any lessons. So, like, they came up to me and were, like, I, like clicking on that it was actually me who did the artwork and they were like so basically it grew it grew like my confidence in myself in per- like personally in real life and then like I wanted to like help other people draw in a way so when I went to college um I had this girl that was uh, sat next to me and she she struggled with ideas and drawing so what I did is I helped her as well so she um she's she's amazing now so i'm really thankful for i guess that's my favorite like thing that's ever happened to me because it helped me okay so yeah yeah that's definitely a good um 
good option to pick. I, I completely forgot about that ninja artwork. Yeah, <laughs> that did definitely blow up back then. And I remember I'm, I was going on it because I was probably about not even a year into my graphics. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> oh, no, I swore. So that now means it's explicit content. I'm not kidding. You swear oh, no. once on Spotify, it's explicit content. So that's great. No. That, doesn't, that doesn't really matter, but good have to remember to do that. Um, yeah, as well, when you helped your friend out, um, I definitely think ideas are a massive part of being a graphic designer. I mean, that is the one yeah. thing I struggled with. I never had a solid... Someone asked me for a header or a twi- uh, Twitch revamp. I never had a solid idea of what I wanted. And I, what it doesn't help is clients don't tend to be that helpful either. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, they're, they're like, oh, could you do me a Twitch revamp? I'm like, sure. Uh, what What is it you wanted? I, I don't know, just something that looks cool. I'm like, oh, that's helpful, isn't it? Cheers for that. I'll make you something cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to my main point, just ideas are, I would say, about seven, like 60% of being a graphic yeah. designer, really. It's your own vision. Um, with like with clients I found out like when they do like obviously commission you like I'm obviously the most politest thing like I'm pretty sure anyone that I've been like a, like my clients they would tell 100% give me feedback on like my communication like but it, it's like usually at the other half like I'm communicating with them and sometimes you'll get those people who won't communicate within like three or four days and then you're asking them what they want so you can be like i want to give you this i want to give you this idea this amazing amazing product and you know you just kind of want to push it out there to them and they're like kind of like don't know what they want and you know what i mean yeah it, it can be difficult for designers i've come across as, as that as well it can be really hard for designers to like produce anything for clients really because <laughs> of that like the communication i feel yeah, like I can definitely tell you, don't know what industry you go in or what creative industry you go in, <laughs> that doesn't stop at any level. I've had that, I've had so many problems like that, not in designing, but more in photography, event photography. They always want you to do stuff, but never, I, I, it's very complicated um, in esports at least. I, do you work at all in esports? I don't know if um, do. So with esports, I used to work with some couple of teams now because it's been like ages since um, I actually worked with teams. I'm working at the moment with a little team um, called Privileged at the moment um, and trying to help the side of graphics just so like they can like revamp the whole like like organisation and then hopefully I never take on organisations because they just they just don't pay they don't pay enough and even if they do pay they've got to be like a big big organization and i found out like i know it's not cheeky in a way because you're spending your time making them something and you're not getting anything back you know what i mean yeah. so that's why i don't really work with organizations um i swear if i did get into a big organization either saw obey or any, any other team like that um oh God, obviously yeah sorry yeah <laughs> i know it brings brings the stars i forgot they exist they still ex- <laughs> oh of course i know obey exists um damn did yeah. know saw still existed wow okay yeah so still going i remember when i grinded for both teams back then Oh, I, I probably got fired like six years ago from not graphic design, but I reckon <laughs> I have about recording still going for the RC challenges. Oh my god! <laughs> Back in the day, I mean, yeah, I, uh, Bob, yeah, I'm, and I know Obeya, Obeya, what I call. If you're talking about esports, right? 
Obey yeah. don't class, actually classify as what I call a big organisation. I would say they're about medium-sized. Call of Duty, they yeah. were the top of the top, you know. But, uh, yeah, when I think that actually what... If anyone's listening to this podcast um, and actually wants to buy any form of graphic design, any form of creative, um, whether that's photos, videos, you need to remember you're, pa- you're not just paying for the product. You're paying for multiple things. You're paying for the person's time. You're paying for Quality. the product. You're paying for their skills and their understanding of what they know. For example, you know, Dino, she knows so much about graphic design. So you're paying for her knowledge and you're also paying for the equipment they're using because not everyone can graphic design. You need certain things. Photography, you need a camera. You know, we invest in stuff so you guys can benefit. So you need to always remember. I actually what you're want to talk for. about that. Yeah, go on. I actually really want to talk about that. So people i've had people come up to me and like be like wow what do you use do you use like a pc do you use like like big things you know like expensive things and for years i've been using um a pc like not even a pc i call it a pc it's a laptop and it's literally damaged like the screen's got screen burn i use like an old wacom tablet like i literally yeah, a little whack, yeah. like a little black Wacom tablet, um, all secondhand because I've not been able to afford it because obviously, like I don't, my parents and haven't had that much money growing up. You know what I mean? So I've had to like <laughs> literally like try and grab like anything I could, and that's the thing with people. No matter if you are like don't have anything you can still create things that are absolutely stunning and like i feel like i feel like i inspire people that don't come from a lot of money i feel like i give them hope you know what i mean because i really didn't come from anything and i've created like beautiful work and i never like pat myself on the back for it because i've just like coped with it all my years you know what i mean yeah no that makes sense and i do think you can create with little um i'm gonna shout out a quick photographer here if um, when he when he eventually hears this, um, there's a photographer called uh, Cabaduna, right? He works for. Do you know the G Fuel? Yeah. So he works for. He's a park photographer for G Fuel. And I've known him for a long time, and his creativity in photos are just mind blowing, right? <laughs> and I had to ask him because I'm assuming he has studio lights. He has all of it. He has. When I actually asked him the equipment he uses, he uses the most beginner DSLR camera, like. It costs about two hundred pounds that camera, <laughs> and he uses Amazon. He used used to use very cheap lights, and the stuff he's producing, I would see in magazines, and it's all about <laughs> it's all about you can don't ever blame the gear that you use. It's yeah. always you, right? Because I'm I'm the same. I don't you know my parents um, are a working class, for example, and I had bought my first ever camera was a very cheap Canon 1300D, nice cheap DSLR, <laughs> and I've worked my way up with different events, different you know everything, and then I've invested, and you have to build yourself up if you don't have the money as such, because a lot of people start off with money, but you'll notice yeah. their work won't be that much different from yours because they didn't have to work for that, they got given exactly, everything. Yeah. You know? So yeah, um, so I'm just trying to think now my bad <laughs> so yeah my another question i wasn't too sure so do you do graphic design full-time or what else do you have to do if that makes any sense um so i would like 
at the moment I work I only work like two days a week because obviously my health and stuff but um yeah I would say I would do it full-time yeah that's if like I get clients in you know what I mean because I've yeah. only just come back and still getting a lot of clients but I would love to do it full-time I would love to have my own business I would love to sit on a desk doing people's work all day every day like <laughs> love it I just love it I love working with people I love trying I love making people happy and satisfied that is my main goal in the business I really want my own business with my own name on it really that is a dream that is a dream of a lot of creators <laughs> to be able to have your own business you know um because obviously obviously you've worked for quite a lot of clients in the past and when I mentioned yeah. about teams uh you mentioned Sorno Bay you know nostalgia hit right there but <laughs> yeah have you ever thought about doing work outside of gaming as in for example all right this is going back to photography but it's kind of similar like every single company will have a need for graphic design every company um for example I'm trying to think so uh god my brain's gone now most companies <laughs> for example have websites all right they're always looking for uh, new and creative ui ideas you know they're not not the coding part but I see. I used to see a lot of designers actually design web pages on Photoshop or like an idea, and they they blow up very quickly. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. I've seen a couple of them, but I've not seen a lot of them. But I have seen that, and I didn't. I didn't really like understand it. But now that you've told me, and now I get it now. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> see, they have. It's a bit like I always see designers. Also, they look at a esports tournament. I don't know, Rocket League, mm-hmm. whatever, and they look at the overlay they're using. And they they always look at it and think, oh, actually, I think I can do a better job. And they'll always do their own version of it. But like a website, you don't have to be able to code. You just do a concept art on Photoshop. And I, and a lot of companies will uh, need them because I see a lot of companies locally, at least. I live in a very small seaside town. And their marketing is awful. Their photos, <laughs> yeah. their, fo- their, their, fo- yeah. their photos for new homes in like um, estate agent companies are awful. They, like, they go around with a phone and take them and businesses might not understand at first but when they realize how important quality photos quality graphic design are they pay a lot of money and yeah don't get it wrong um being a creative is not about money that's not what i'm saying but they pay good money because it's good quality and there's plenty of different paths that i think a graphic designer could take I notice you do a lot of Twitch emotes as well. And there's plenty of streamers who are out there looking for stuff. Yeah. You know? But, um, God. Oh, oh, yes, that question. <laughs> so, have you or did you have any inspirations that made you want to do graphic designing? Um, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, like, way back in 2016, though. Um, who was it now? I used to watch a YouTuber do like help graphic design. Like he would show you how to do things and yeah. like how to make things. But I can't remember his name at all. But he inspired me so much. And then I like looked at other people. Like Mixo was like one oh, of Mixo. the biggest, oh, yeah, biggest no, yeah. inspirations yeah. to me. And like. Oh my god, he just inspired me so much. And then from that, I took on like other people's ideas, um, like mainly like members in different teams. So like I'd look at like who's like the not the biggest, but who's like the most creative 
in their team and like look what they're doing and then yeah. compare to like what everyone else is doing and like okay this is what what is getting them big this is what they're doing like this is like individuality in their work and like and it shows as well so like i took all like them but mick zone definitely um I can't remember his name. I'm so bad. Uh, a YouTuber really, really helped me in the designing community. Like, made me, inspired me so much to design. Okay, yeah. I mean, def- <clears throat> yeah, Mixo. God, yeah, I remember him. I think I still have one of his graphic packs that he used to sell. Um, God, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's another thing I used to watch a lot to give me inspiration, or it sort of gave you like an in-depth look into what designing takes uh speed speed arts they um they used to be really yeah. good to watch because i used to watch them like oh yeah my head my head is sure you didn't take that much stuff and then i looked at a speed art i'm like what is he even doing like 20 minutes <laughs> speed art for in a single header and that's sped up all right so what what made you become a graphic designer originally um so obviously growing up as a kid my my whole family because i grow i've grew up in a small house with um three siblings um my oldest sibling drew like started to draw at like the, a young age and then my little sister started to draw too so i was really inspired by them but they always went to the fashion side of it so they they've all had they've all gone to like college and my older sisters in uni they all do like fashion but then i was different because I love to game and I love to like illustrate and draw. So like, I really took a step from them, and then my parents like got really shocked, like how different my art is and compared to my sisters. Um, I guess it just like evolved. Really, it started off like obviously illustrating, and then when I took a break for like two, three years, I think I started to then make like tattoo work. I started to go into the tattoo industry. and grew, grew up a, a good thing off that and then obviously I wanted to come back because I felt better um, and then that was like really it really and I just want to like I want to say as well um, mental health is such such a big thing to people and I don't really think people understand how much it can affect someone because I was I don't think anyone knew how how ill I was when I had to take a break I was really bad Um to that point where like I just couldn't even do anything really and I came back to designing I started drawing again and it was my parents that told me like you need to get back into it you need to and I was like didn't want to for a week and then I did it and then obviously you've you know grown a bit of a following back again and I absolutely love it and I can't thank them for always pushing me to my goals and my dreams and my ambitions they are they have always been my number one supporter they've always told me that I should do what like the like inspires me and I'm so thankful that you have done because um now I can put my creativity into the world so anyone else that in- gets inspired or even feels lonely really can just look at my work and be like well she's come from nothing she's not come from a great home you know I, I can build something I can grow as well yeah that's a good answer to that actually yeah um yeah because obviously yeah when you mentioned about not many people knew which is true because I had no idea where you went all of a sudden. <laughs> you started designing then for a long time. You just were absent. I, so, yeah, it's good to um, know what the reason was for that. And, yeah, mental health is definitely a, a huge yeah. thing. Um, we talk, I talked about this last episode with um, my other guest and how he was affected with it. And, yeah, it's all about just pushing through, really. I mean, I don't suffer with yeah, it too it much. 
um, suffer. Suffer. That mm. was what the word I was trying to. Make. <laughs> I don't suffer it too much, but you know, I have. I've had um, anxiety, and then um, I definitely think. I don't, it's never. I wouldn't say it's ever cured um, a lot of mental health. No. It's always going to be there, but you can help. Because yeah. I never used to be able to talk to anyone back in, what, secondary school. And obviously college helped me sort of push me out of my comfort zone. But I think my first first thing that pushed me out of my comfort zone was when I got invited to a gaming event called Epic Land. Um, so I live in a very small seaside town in Essex and never really been outside except holiday. And all of a sudden, this guy was like, how would you like to work at an event in Kettering, which is a long way away. That's the best way I can put that. And <laughs> it was weird. It was weird um, being um, surrounded by about a thousand people in a very small hall, I guess you can call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the main point. So I've explained this in um, another podcast. I don't want to go too much in depth with it. But yeah. it's just pushing you out of your comfort zone, really. And I think that's one yeah, of the best ways to help or combat some some form of mental health i think um i think running away from it's never the best idea i always think meeting it head on always helps eventually down the road so i think that's all we've got time for today but thank you very much for coming on the podcast and i will be linking obviously her twitter and everything like that so if you guys need any form of design (laughs) work um go to her she's very good so (laughs) <laughs> thank you very much for that right, thank you so much for having me on <laughs> alright thank you guys uh, I'll see you in the next episode which should be released tomorrow and it's a special we have two guests so I do hope you enjoy I'll catch you later